Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find this Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take Five. That's F-I-V-E. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, welcome back. Today we have Nancy Myers, Staff Associate for Children's Ministry at University Presbyterian Church in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. So Nancy, today we want to explore more of what parents and other significant adults can do to help our young worshipers to learn how to worship in church. Can you help us explore that? Sure. So first of all, children learn by doing. Uh, They're not really going to sit back and listen and be able to just completely understand and do exactly what you told them to do just by hearing it out of your mouth. Um, So I'd say I can come up with maybe five succinct points to remember when you're worshiping with your children in worship. And the first one is to worship with children rather than beside them. Help them find the hymns that are going to be sung that morning. Maybe when you get into the sanctuary ahead of time, sit down and Mark the hymns for the day so they can turn to them quickly when it comes to that time. Point out where we are in the bulletin along throughout the service so that they can pay attention and follow along. Help them find the Bible passages when it's time for scripture reading and just kind of help them to understand more about the flow and routines. Another thing would be to whisper instructions or questions that might come along in your mind during the worship service. So if you can tell that your child sitting next to you and is cued in a little bit to the sermon, then you might lean over and say, that makes me think about this. Or I wonder what the pastor meant by that. Maybe we can talk about that story later. Things that are kind of a nugget in your brain that you think your child might really be able to connect to that you could point those things out. So even if they are maybe disengaged or it appears that they're disengaged, that might be one way to Try to re-engage them. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Or if you can tell that there's a story coming up, children can particularly pay attention during stories. And I often notice that children who are leaning over doing something else during worship, they notice that the pastor starts to tell a story and all of a sudden their head goes up and they're paying attention. So maybe you just give them a little nudge and say, hey, listen up. I think this is going to be good. Make sure that you enjoy this time. Tell your children uh, how good it is to have them in worship with you. Remember that as you worship with children, you're ministering to them and teaching them more about what it means to be a child of God. And you'll find that you learn a lot in the process too, um, and that the children minister to you even in ways that you may never have expected. Sometimes children say things or will pull something out of a sermon or another part of worship that we hadn't even thought about as adults. And they would say, well, something I really liked in worship today was this. And you'd say, oh my goodness, I haven't even thought about that. And so they might make it even more meaningful for you than it had been had you just been listening by yourself. 
And so I assume that also means that at that point, we should probably also embrace, even if they are noticing things that maybe aren't directly related to the sermon itself or to um, something specific that we might think that is more engaging. So maybe they've noticed the hymn words that are in the hymn or the tune of the hymn that goes to something else that they know or some other kind of piece. Is that, would that fall? Yes, definitely. So as young readers, children learn how important it is to make connections and they are encouraged in school to think about the stories they're reading and make connections to other parts of their lives. And that just helps us to be more uh, well-rounded learners. And so that's another thing they can do in worship is to hear something that it might be connected to their Spider-Man movie Mm -hmm. that they just watched or to the Legos they just were playing with. But if they're able to connect all those things, then it's going to help them learn more in the long run. Yeah. I see plenty of Jericho walls made out of (laughs) Legos in my future. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What else do we have? Um, Try not to worry about if your child is interrupting what's going on around you um, with sounds or whispers or giggles and wiggles. And even asking questions, it's really hard, I think, as a parent to sit there and think that your child is the one that everyone's looking at because they're making a little bit of a sound. But instead, think about this time as an opportunity to put into practice what Jesus asked of us and saying, whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me, that we are a better body of Christ when the children are there. We are a more full community with everybody involved. Um, And so even those whispers and giggles that are just part of who they are make every bit of difference in the community of faith. Yeah, that's really, I think that's really helpful to hear, particularly for me. If you've heard my podcast earlier about kids in worship, our kiddos were like crazy one day. (laughs) Um, And it was pretty embarrassing, I have to say. Um, And I think that there is a difference for parents, for those that are you know, there's natural kid behavior of giggles and, you know, whisper and like, you know, this natural kid stuff and then just flat out nuts, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I think there's a little bit of a difference. Mm -hmm. And um, what I appreciate what you're saying is giving us grace to recognize developmentally where they are. Absolutely. And that's okay. Yes. And then if we need to do other kinds of parenting on the flip side of right. that, then that's right. completely up to, right. you know, that's a different kind of story. I can remember one story from a Sunday morning where I saw a mom come in with her three boys and the dad was working and I could tell just watching them come into the pew that it had been a hard morning. Right. And right off the bat, I could tell like there was going to be some little bit of wrangling happening in worship that morning. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of watched and sat back and we got a little ways into worship and we got to the curie and I saw the youngest who was probably about four four at the time. And he was standing in the aisle and he was singing the words. Mm. And I went up to her after worship and I said, I know that this was a hard day to get here. And I said, a lot of people would have given up this morning and not come to church, but you showed up. And the fact that you have showed up again and again and again is why he knows those words. And it's really important to make it a priority and to show up. Wow. That's good affirmation. All right. So that's a, that, that's another good tidbit. Okay. Let them be who they are developmentally. Yes. All right. That's definitely. Good. And above all, just remember that we're all in this together. We all make baptismal vows to raise the children of the church. And so no one's going to look at you as if your child is not perfect because none of us are. And so many people in the congregation have been there. Um, and have had to raise children. And even if they haven't, they, we all know what it's like to be a child. 
um, and to grow up. And what a gift it is to have loving, significant adults all around us who want us to know about God's love and God's story for each one of us, just to help remind us that we don't do any part of this journey of faith alone. Mm, That is a wonderful reminder. Thanks for ending us on that note. I think that's something we all need to hear um, as parents. So I appreciate your time. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Nancy. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, reach out. Check out secondpreslr.org for my contact information, or you can find me in the Facebook group. I hope that you'll take five with us again.